0: Welcome to the American Med Spa Podcast, Medical Spa Insider. This week, founder Alex Tiersch is joined by Dr. Leslie Bauman, author and cosmetic dermatologist.
1: Hello and welcome everybody to the American Med Spa Association podcast, Medical Spa Insider. And today we are talking about Restylane Contour. And for those of you who are living under a rock in the industry and didn't know, there's been quite a bit of excitement about this. The FDA approved Restylane Contour back at the end of June, which is a new hyaluronic acid dermal filler for cheek augmentation and the correction of midface contour deficiencies for adults over 21. Restaline Contour is Galderma's first product specifically formulated with Express, gosh, and Dr. Bauman, you're going to, have to tell me how to pronounce this, Express, H A N, Express Hand Technology, which will. Expression. Expression. So kind of expression. expression I love it. Um, for the cheeks. Expression technology uses a unique manufacturing process resulting in smooth, injectable gel that integrates into the skin for a dynamic expression and motion, giving the skin a natural, softer look. And here with us on the AMSPA hotline to discuss Restylane Contour is um, dermatologist extraordinaire, board-certified dermatologist um, down in um, Florida, um, entrepreneur all around badass, as well as, um, most recently the lead investigator in the clinical trial for Russell and contour prior to FDA approval. So, uh, Dr. Leslie Bauman, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate it.
2: Thanks for having me, Alex. It's great to
1: see you again. Yeah, likewise, likewise. So um, it looks like you've been busy um, doing a couple things as usual. You're you're always running around doing all sorts of different things. Um, I, I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us about uh, Wrestle and Contour. It's been, a, you know, it's created a lot of um, a, a lot of waves. People have been very excited about it. I've seen it called a game changer. Um, people have talked about it being um, incredible for a natural kind of fluid look. Um, give me kind of it before we get started and jump into some of the specifics just give me your overall thoughts and 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 what you're thinking about Restylane Contour and 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 how you think it's going to be a a game changer for the industry
2: okay um and also before I get started I just want to say how impressed I am with what you've done with AmSpa and it was such a pleasure to go to your meeting in Vegas this year it was my first time out since COVID and it was so worth it to see everyone oh
1: I appreciate you you saying (laughs) that I appreciate (laughs) you saying that it was great to see you and um Mark your calendar, though, uh, Doctor Bauman, for next year, end of January. We're going big back in Vegas, Win Hotel. Yeah. So get I ready.
2: won't miss it. It's my, one of my favorite meetings. It's everyone's so friendly there, and you learn so much. So it'll be fun to talk about contour at yeah, that meeting. Um, and what's special about this expression technology? But let's start with yeah, that. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And it's, I appreciate you telling me how to pronounce it. I was, I meant to ask you ahead of time. Expression. Okay, gotcha.
2: When you interview consumers or patients about what they like about fillers or if they haven't gotten fillers, why have they not gotten them? The number one reason is they're afraid they're going to look strange or abnormal or fake. Mm -hmm. And so... um, Lots of data shows that. So, Galderma actually put a lot of time into develop, developing a technology that moves with you. So, when you smile, you don't have like a weird lump or a telltale sign. So, their first expression technology products have been out for a while. They were Wrestle and Refine and Wrestle and Define. Mm-hmm. Um, the way I remember those is D is for deep. So, it, the Wrestle and Define, you put deeper. The Wrestle and Refine, you put more mid level, like you would um, a regular Wrestle or regular Juvederm. But the problem is we didn't have one to compete with the deeper filler. So um, you had to use a lot of Define to be able to do things like cheeks just because it wasn't really developed for that. It was developed more for nasolabial folds or something like that. So that's what's so exciting about this filler is um, it was designed for cheeks and to make your smile look normal. So we've all seen those big apple cheeks on people mm-hmm. where they smile and it looks so fake and big and it, it moves as a ball when they mm-hmm. smile. Well, this was designed so that when you smile, it, it moves like normal skin would move. And and, it, and we can talk about how the parameters I mean what they did to develop that but yeah. that's what expression means is that when you express yourself you look natural
1: that's awesome that's that's, that, that's super exciting and what's been the I mean I know you did this this trial um, which I want to I want to get into kind of how you got to it all because I think it's that's super interesting um, but what's been let's kind of just skip ahead to the end first what's the response been like what's the um, how have people have been reacting to this and do they notice a difference from um, you know your prior products?
2: well in the research trial the patients loved it and it lasted over a year we didn't have any significant side effects at all just the usual ones that bruising every once in a while and you know the normal ones you would expect with fillers um, so that's been great but it hasn't actually been out long enough for me gotcha. to have done a lot of patients I think I got my first syringes off the trial last week maybe or okay. I don't know time is so flying it I might know, have been two right? weeks ago so um, I haven't had those patients come back yet after okay. injecting them. But in the trial, everyone was very happy. I liked the way that it um, injects. You don't have to push very hard. The syringes are very Ergonomic, so that my thumb doesn't hurt when I use them. In the very early days of fillers, we all had very strong thumbs because it was so hard to push those syringes. But now the technology is so much better, so I know it's going to be a winner because um, it has the you know it, the fillers have been out now since Restylane was first approved in two thousand and five. Right. I'm pretty sure it was two thousand and five. I was at that FDA panel meeting. And so wrestling is one of the most trusted and known brands. And so it's great that they're adding more to that line. And so that's why I think wrestling contour is going to be a good product. And they're so smart the way they name things. you can remember what Mm -hmm. contour is contour of the cheek. And um, so that makes it easier on me because there are so many different fillers when I'm trying to teach people. I like it when the names help people remember what they do.
1: Right. Exactly. Um, The, um, so the the clinical trial so you were the lead investigator in the clinical trial leading up to FDA approval um, and I was reading a little bit about it and um, I, I, it, it, it it sounded it, when I was asking how people were reacting to it that's more what I was referring to is in, the, in the trial but it says it was a, um, a randomized comparator controlled multi-center pivotal phase 3 study um, which is a mouthful but I'm curious what was the um, talk about kind of what um, you went through with this trial and, 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 kind of how you laid it all out and what that means kind of in the end, um, for, and why people should feel comfortable and safe with this product.
2: Okay, so there were 270 patients in the trial. And by the way, I do um, most, if not all of the injectable trials on neurotoxins and fillers. So this is probably the 30th clinical trial we've done with fillers. And yeah. the designs sure. are usually very similar okay. to the design of this trial. And the way it works is half... I don't remember if it was half the patients or a third of the patients. I think it was half and half. Half of the group got a competitor and the other half got this filler. We were blinded, meaning that the patients didn't know which they got. I didn't. I mean, I knew because I could see the syringes, but then I had another dermatologist who was blinded to um, rate the patients. And um so the patients would they had to keep these diaries. So mm-hmm. every single day they had to fill out these forms of what they saw. So you always have a higher adverse event rate in trials because if someone says, Do you have a headache? then you're more likely just to say you have a headache than if someone doesn't ask you. Right. But even with that, we did not see a lot of AE's at all. So that was that was wonderful. And um, no no occlusion or any serious events at all That's great. um so anyway so the patients come in and half of the group gets um the contour the other half gets the competitor and then they're followed over a period of time usually about once a month I'm, you know i do so many trials that yeah. if i'm wrong about one of the details i apologize if i get confused because there's so many different ones but they're usually the same very similar so we see them um every month and we track them for a, um, a while and, and then the doctors assess the patients and then the patients assess themselves and they get scored and the fda likes you to have a two-point improvement so the goal is to get them at least two points better using this visual scale Mm -hmm. and that um need to have a two-point improvement affects how much you use okay so for example you really need people to look different in the before and after pictures um, because, you know, otherwise the FDA is not going to see the difference. So that what's amazing, I think the most impactful thing about this trial is that we didn't need as many syringes to get them to look the way we needed them to look to mm-hmm. make that two-point improvement, and that's a big deal financially. So when right. a patient comes in, there's other fillers you might have to do, five, six CCs. That's a lot of money if you're charging 600 to $800 a syringe. Now, with this filler um, they needed less to get the same correction so in the long run that's going to make it a lot more affordable for the patient
1: that's awesome that's awesome and um you said patients were satisfied in, it, it, it 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 in in the trial and it, it lasts for a full year also which is which is also great because that's um you know time is you know the, the more times you have to come back the the better i I also saw there was um it was there was relatively equal efficacy with using a cannula and a needle and, and that's kind of a there's a, a lot of folks who are um you know you kind of fall into one or two camps i've 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 heard and this is coming from a a a, a lawyer um, so i'm not versed in this at all but um i've heard i've heard practitioners talk about it and w- w- what does that mean to you and and w- what does that reflect upon um the usefulness and the efficacy of the product
2: um, well, before I forget, I want to say it lasted at least a year. At the trial year. wasn't longer than a year, so okay. it could last much longer. We don't, we didn't track awesome. them that long. So yeah. I would not be surprised if it lasts longer than a year. Okay. Um, but as far as the needle and the cannula, you got to pick what you were going to use. And I'm a needle person. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's like being an artist and what, what paintbrush you prefer. Um, people who like the cannula like it better because they feel the patient bruises less. But you have to make a little hole in the skin and you have to be able to reach all the areas from that one hole. And for me, I need to be able to hit the cheek at all the different angles. So I like to use the needle better. Mm -hmm. So luckily, they let me use the needle sometimes in the trials they make me use a cannula. And since it's not what I usually do, I'm not as comfortable with it. So I was thrilled that I was able to use a needle. But there wasn't a significant difference between the two groups, which shows that you can choose whichever you prefer and and you're more comfortable with.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so I'm I'm curious. What's um, with what this? First of all, this is all very exciting, and, and I, I think what's what what you touched on at the beginning that is very important to most of the folks who are listening to this as well as their their patients is is wanting that natural look people are are terrified of coming out of uh whether it's you know a dermatologist's office or a med spa and looking like they're you know like they've been frozen in time and they can't they, they they have no facial expressions so the fact that you know um as technology and R&D moves along, we're, we're, we're getting more and more towards that, I think, is, 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 is incredible. Is, is that kind of where this is going? I mean, do you think that's kind of, kind of the wave of the future? The, it's going to be kind of the, the, the less is more, the, the you know, more expression as opposed to less expression, if that makes sense?
2: Absolutely. That's what patients want and consumers want. And that's what artistic doctors want, too, is the goal is for your patient to look like they're natural. They haven't had anything done.
1: Right. Right. And what's this, um, is, is this, is this intended? And, and again, I'm, I'm probably going to be, and this is coming from a layperson asking. So, so smack me if I'm, if I'm asking a stupid question, um, is this intended to be used kind of as a standalone for the cheeks or, or is it a, a complement to other products? And what's the, or what's the kind of the, the treatment, um, protocol for this, if, if that makes sense.
2: Well, usually if they need cheek filler, they need fillers other places because the cheeks are not the first place to go. (laughs) Um, I guess if you lost a ton of weight, you're a marathon runner, maybe you would just need your cheeks, but usually uh, you need other areas too. So what's wonderful about Restylane is now we're at a point where we can stick with one company and get everything we need. But in the... If you want to, you can get this brand from that company and that brand from that company and another brand from another company. And in the past, that's what you had to do because there wasn't one company that had everything you needed. But I find with with patients, that get confused with all the brand names. And I like it that with Galderma, that everything's called Mm Restylane. And they really have two kind of subgroups of Restylane's. And Contour fills in that last missing spot. Hmm. So they have two groups. One um, are the fillers that have a higher G prime. So they're stiffer and they're meant to be precise. Like if you're trying to, um, oh, I can't say anything off label. I have to be careful. So I'm just going to be vague about it. If you're trying to um, make something project like I can say the vermilion of the lip, you want that to project out a certain way and not just add volume, but add a shape to it. You would want to use something that is um, one of the uh, the earlier, the Nasha type products. So mm-hmm. an example would be Restylance Silk. Mm -hmm. Um, So Restylane Silk, regular Restylane, which they call Restylane L, and Restylane Lift are the original ones that have the higher G prime and they're stiffer. So if you want to pull the cheeks back and give someone, you know, um, more of a a jawline look and by pulling back, you're going to use Restylane Lift because it stays right where you put it and it lets you give that sharp angle, especially in a man if you want that L-shaped angle. Now, if you want something softer, you've got the other group. That's the expression technology ones, and that is Restylane Refine, like we talked about, wrestling Define, and then now we have Contour. So Contour, we can do the cheeks. Um, define, we could do areas that don't need as much fullness as the cheeks, but they need more fullness than something like the nasolabial folds. Then, on top of all that, we have Restylant Kiss, which, as its name suggests, was developed um, for the lips, and you can put it in the barcode lines around the lips or in the lips. So the nice thing is, now, everything is covered, and everything's called Restylant, so the patients can come in and ask for Restylant, and you don't have to really get into a big discussion about all the different ones. I just tell my patients there's many different kinds of wrestling, and I'm going to choose which one, depending on wh- what part of the face you need and what... I, what um, effect I want to get. Yeah. Does that make sense? Because I, I think it's a lot less confusing if you just think about it that way with the two groups, so the firmer that stays where you put it and the softer that that spreads a little bit.
0: What marketing does Starbucks, Hilton, Sephora, and Allergan all have in common? How do they increase their revenue every year? How do they automate their customer retention? And how do they get consistent referrals? The answer may surprise you. Private label mobile rewards. And that's exactly what we do for you at RepeatMD. We grow your high-margin cash-based services by building your own private label mobile rewards app. Just like Starbucks Rewards, but built for your aesthetic practice. Here are the results of our average client. 76% increase in patient visitation. A 21% increase in patient spend per visit and a 44% increase in referrals. At RepeatMD, we believe your mission is to transform patients' lives, not stress over marketing. We've helped hundreds of aesthetic practices sell more of their high-margin services and treatments. Visit repeatmd.com slash amspa to book a quick product demonstration. That's repeatmd.com slash amspa. You'll receive 50% off towards your purchase for being a listener of Medical Spa Insider. Again, repeatmd.com slash amspa.
1: You know, one of the things we always hear when, when I'm talking with medspa owners about their patients and what they want is 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 pain, right? They feel like it's going to be painful. They they worry about whether it's going to be painful. W- was anything in the study done about you know kind of comfort level and in, 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 in how this how patients tolerated the the treatment?
2: Um, Just like in any filler studies, we would use topical lidocaine, and there's lidocaine in the actual filler itself, so the the pain level was just as you would expect. Now, I think cannulas hurt more, but (laughs) maybe it's because I'm not very good with cannulas. (laughs) People out there who use cannulas may say the opposite. But um, but I didn't have any problem with it, with pain control in this. Now, just as a side note, we have a Pronox machine in our office, mm-hmm. and that is laughing gas. And our mm-hmm. patients love it when we're doing lip fillers. Mm-hmm. And it has changed our lip filler practice because people aren't afraid to get their lips done anymore. So people may want to look into doing something like the, the Pronox.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, um, I I'm a huge fan of Pronox, not because I use it all the time just because I think it's 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 really a a cool thing are are you getting are are you finding that patients are coming in and asking about that a lot more than they used to like saying hey I heard you have this because it's it's something that I and I know where this is a little bit off topic but I'm 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 curious about about um, folks who you know there doesn't seem to be as much awareness that that product is available that can help with the pain
2: Right. Um, my patients know more word of mouth, their friends tell them they'll yeah.
1: say, uh, tell Dr. Right. Bauman, I want that laughing gas stuff. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Um, um, now bef- before, we were uh, on air, we were talking about, um, Restylane and, and different, different areas that you can use it. Uh, is, are there areas, um, other than the face that folks use wrestling for? Because I'm, I'm, I'm curious if there's other uses for this or is, are we just, are we just focused on the face?
2: Um, well, we see people coming in a lot asking about fillers for their hands, and Restylane Lift is the only filler that I know of that's approved for the use in hands, mm-hmm. and it's wonderful for that because, like I said, it's precision, it goes in between the tendons and the veins, it stays right where you put it, it's so easy to inject in the hands. if if the listeners haven't tried it they should try it it's so easy you just pull up the skin tent it inject in a bolus and kind of massage it around and you're not going to believe how much better people's hands look really and it lasts a long time yes.
1: what is the like i'm i'm curious like with with, with the hands because are, are people coming in and saying oh, my hands are too bony or, or what's the complaint that you're trying to fix there
2: They say my hands look old and then you have to decide, are they talking about the little brown spots or are they talking about the loss of fat and volume? If they're talking about the loss of fat and volume, then they need a filler.
1: Yeah. Um, and is, I'm not sure you can answer this, but um, the, the expression technology, is this kind of, are, are, what's next for for Restlin and Galderma with respect to this? Are there other things under development we can talk about or is that all under lock and key and you'd have to kill me if you told me? All,
2: all I can <laughs> say is I'm doing a lot of research trials for a lot of companies, including Galderma. So there's all kinds of good things coming out.
1: That's awesome. I'm so excited. I can't wait
2: doing research it's so much fun to be the first person to use things in many cases and the patients are so grateful because they get things free and they get paid to get them a lot of yeah. times so doing the research trials is is um it's, i think it's my most rewarding part of my job
1: that's interesting why um why do you say that is it is it just because of the the the, the satisfaction from the patients or or what's the what, what's what, what's the reason that it's the most rewarding part of your job
2: I think I'm the kind of person that needs a new mountain to climb, and I get bored very easily. So with research, there's always some new thing, and they have to teach us a new way to inject or, um, you know, a new way to read a scale. Or I remember when we were doing some eyebrow studies uh, years ago, and I started finding myself staring at everybody's eyebrows in a way I'd never thought of before because we had to start reading eyebrow shape. And um, that was for the Latisse trials a long time ago. But it's really, um, it's so nice to be able to try these new things. And another thing is, um, the, so here's an example with contour. So mm-hmm. contour, the trial lasted a, a year. So we know it lasted a year. Mm-hmm. But those are still my patients. I'm going to still see them. So I'm going to know if the contours last two years, three years. So over time, as I see people, I get to know more than the trial tells you. So sometimes there'll be a trial, like a melasma trial, where you're using a topical And you see people for, let's say, a month and they get better and everyone says, oh, this is the best cream ever or the best laser ever. The melasma goes away and then the trial's over. Then we follow the people and we see the melasma come back three months, four mm-hmm. months later, and it comes back worse a lot of times. And they don't tell you that in the trial and they don't tell you that in the publication. But we get to see the after effects of things. So what's nice about that is we did this contra trial a long time ago. I can't remember exactly when it ended, but it was prior to COVID. So it's been mm-hmm. a long time. And um, we uh, we're still seeing all those people. So we know long term that they are not having any problems.
1: That's awesome. Um, No, that's I mean, that's that's obviously great. That's what everyone's everyone's kind of worried about um, from the patient perspective is making sure that they're happy and there's no issues and all that. So um, what um, what are you most excited for about this product? And and I I know you've talked about it kind of already, but I'm 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 just curious, like um, when you look at this, are you is what's the um, how does this how do you think this is going to impact your 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 practice and and your and your patient satisfaction?
2: I'm hoping and I don't have any kind of inside information at all, but I'm hoping Galderma does a good job of talking about how natural people look with this product because that's our biggest stumbling block is trying to get people to want to get cheek fillers when they're worried that they're going to look like some of the crazy people running around with huge cheeks. Mm -hmm. So Galderma has the opportunity to really educate people about the naturalness and how that feels natural and looks natural and the expression technology. And that's going to help all of our practices if we can get the word out. I try to tell people will say, I don't want to get fillers. I don't want to look fake. And I try to explain to them. It's you don't have to look fake. It's the artistry of the doctor and what yeah. products they use and how, how they use the products that determines if you look fake. It's not the fact that every filler is going to look fake. But we need help as practitioners to get that word out so we can get more patients. Because that's the number one reason people don't get fillers is they're scared of looking fake.
1: Yeah. You know what it is also? Um, it's husbands who are worried that their wives are going to look fake. And I'm telling you, I've, I've, we've had that conversation several times where, um, you know, a woman wants to go get and just cause it's typically it's, you know, 85, 90% women in the industry. Um, and, and it's, it is a little bit nerve wracking. She's like, Oh, I don't want you to look like, I don't want you to look weird. So it's, I'm so, I'm so happy that there's these products coming out. Cause I, I totally agree with you. I think the, the way it's marketed, And that's, you know, in some ways up to, up to us too. We need to get the word out and let, and, and get, get good training and get people using it in, in the right way. But, um, I'm excited for it. Um, I think it's gonna be really cool.
2: It's funny you said that because I, um, been getting fillers since the <laughs> early two thousands, you know, as soon as you could, and um, I always do it when my husband's out of town. So one time I did my lips, and he canceled his trip, and he didn't—he doesn't really realize that I do fillers. And he comes home and he says, "Oh my gosh, you did your lips! How could you do your lips?" And he was so <laughs> upset. And I said, "I've been doing my lips for twenty years. He just didn't know because um, I, you know the, the swelling and the bruising would go down by the time he got home." But it is so funny that my own husband is afraid of me getting fillers, although I've been doing it forever. I
1: think we should do a randomized controlled study with husbands and wives to see if the husbands recognize it when they, you know, over time, because that would be the huge indicator, right? Like, can they tell?
2: Great study. That'd be funny. (laughs) I had this other patient who told me she was at a party and there was a lady with horrible fillers. And her husband leans over and says, "Thank goodness you don't do fillers. Look at that lady. And she has been getting fillers with me for a decade." <laughs> oh
1: my goodness what's the um, What's the best place people can find uh, more out about rustolin and, and 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 what about this product in particular?
2: Well, you can talk to your rep. Galderma has a lot of reps, but also you can look on the website rustolanusa.
1: Gotcha, gotcha, and um, that's that's super helpful. And definitely, the reps are are, are, are super helpful with that as well. Um, you, you mentioned something um, that I wanted to touch on because it's it's you mentioned how you you were you were talking about Galderma's marketing and and getting folks in, and and I, I think it's. You know, I, I don't want to just brush over that because it's 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 so important. Um, and, and since you've been in this industry for a long time, you've been very successful and you've got a great uh, a great brand. Wh- have you thought about um, marketing f- for this or just for fillers in general? And, and are there any tips you can give folks um, when they think about marketing this to get people to come in?
2: Yes, getting people in the door is the hardest part. Um, And we've done previous podcasts. So you've heard me talk about my company, Skin Type Solutions. And we help doctors with, um, they buy all kinds of products through us, but we help them market. And we do um, lots of different things to help them build their business and have parties. And I have uh, 280 or more doctors working with us. So we've seen what works and what doesn't work by giving them advice. So the key is, first of all, word of mouth is the best way to get patients. It's not spending a ton of money on marketing. We've, There's all kinds of studies show that. So mm-hmm. number one, you have to make sure that your patients have a good experience. Mm-hmm. Number two, you have to make sure they know that these products exist. So I don't like to have a lot of brochures in my waiting room. I think it's tacky, but mm-hmm. you have to have them know about it somehow. So we actually have televisions in all the rooms and we have a USB video clip and it uh, goes over new things. So we will will have something about wrestling contour and how it's great. A lot of times Galderma will provide you videos and information. They even have a website that you can download information from. Um, but those re- those video loops in the rooms that it's called internal marketing, and mm-hmm. that is free and it is so effective because patients will say, what, you know, what was that thing I saw on the TV while I was waiting? Yeah. So that, that's one thing is to get them to ask about it. Um, another thing is you can have events. Um, in your office, when with skin type solutions, we have people come in and they'll take the quiz and find out their skin type, and the doctors will um, advertise, come find out your skin type. And that's a way to get people in the door. Right. But once you get them in the door for the party, you can have different raffles. And a trick that someone taught me is you want to have like different jars. And let's say you have the try to win free disport jar or try to win free cheek filler jar or try mm-hmm. to win free lip filler jar and they put their cards in And the reason that's important is then you know what the person's interested in. So you mm-hmm. know they're interested in lip filler, you know they're interested in a neurotoxin. instead of just having them throw their their cards in one jar as one big raffle. that doesn't give you any kind of information. If you know if you have a, a jar full of people's business cards that want lip filler, then you can do targeted marketing campaigns to them about lip filler. So that that's something we found very effective. We've also teamed up with charities like the Opera, and the Opera came in and they invited all their people, and we invited all our people, and our people got a deal to join the Opera, and the um, Opera people got a deal to do fillers with us, and that was amazing. We got like three hundred new patients that way. The Opera got a lot of people. Everybody was happy. It's a great um, idea we had this beautiful atrium. So the opera singers sang in the atrium and it sounded beautiful. So that was one of our most successful events. Um,
1: it's a but
2: idea. another little marketing thing, I, a lot of mistakes that people do is they will say, um, if you buy a, let's say they say, if you buy a syringe of contour, you get a free mm-hmm. l- wrestling kiss. Mm-hmm. Well, um, Actually, that's not a good example. <laughs> that would be a good promotion. My, my point is, is a lot of times we give away something that people would have bought. by What we're supposed to do is give away something free to get them to try something they've never done before. Right. So let's say they get um, the disc all the time, but yeah. they've never gotten a lip filler. Mm-hmm. You could do if you get disport you get a discount on your lip filler and that gets them to do lip filler but you don't want to give them a discount on lip filler that they're already getting anyway because it's about building your business so you want to take your toxin patients and try to get them to do fillers and you want to take your filler patients to try to get them to do toxins and you can look at the ratio in your practice of your toxins to your fillers and it's interesting because my my ratio is opposite of everybody else's we have more fillers than we have toxins Mm -hmm. most people have more toxins Mm -hmm. than they Fillers. I'm not sure why that is. Yeah.
1: Um, I'm, I'm curious. What, what your, what, why do you think that is? I mean, what's the? you have any ideas, any thoughts?
2: I don't know. <laughs> uh, maybe we do a higher volume of syringes per patient because I have an older patient population. Yeah. But now we have all these younger doctors and PAs that inject. So yeah. they have younger patients. So maybe that ratio will change. So I'm not really sure why that is. But we also are unusual because 11% of my practice is male. I think we're the largest male practice in the country that has the doctor being a female. Yeah. There are There is a male business in Washington, D.C. where it's a yeah. 100% male clinic. But besides that, I think we're number one, and it's very interesting. We have men from all over the country that blind to see me. And the reason they, as CEOs and actors and everything, it's because I have a reputation of making people look really natural. Mm-hmm. And that's why contour and the marketing about expression fits into our whole um, image at
1: Bowman Cosmetic and Research Center in Miami. That's awesome. Um, so, one quick follow-up question about about marketing, and I think this relates directly to Contour because um, with a new product like Contour, and you know, uh, I, I think you're right with 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 Restylane all being called the same things. That's very that's very helpful, um, and it, it it definitely makes it easier. But um, there are going to be a lot of folks who come in and maybe they want something with their cheeks or, or whatever it is, but they don't know about Rustle and Contour yet just because they, they're not quite as geeky as we are reading all the press releases. Um, how, do you, how do you introduce... A new product, do, do you have any tricks or any, 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 any way that you say it to, to, to get them thinking about these new products that they might not be, um, you know, that they, they don't know about. So they, 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 maybe there's a little hesitancy to try something new. I mean, d- d- does that make sense? Like how do you steer that conversation to something new when, when, when folks are already a little nervous about getting stuff to, to begin with?
2: Well, we wouldn't bring it up unless they needed it. So right. The,
1: well, that's what in it.
2: Right, because you don't want to overwhelm them with ideas. But in my skin type solutions questionnaire that the goal is to determine your skin type, there's actually also these other questions about um, do you feel you've lost volume in your cheeks? Do you feel you have fat in the neck and things like that? That makes it a lot easier. You don't That way you don't look at someone and say, you know, you have a really fat neck. You want to talk about Kybella <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> um, it's a lot easier if they <laughs> tell you. That's don't an awkward that. conversation. Do or that. your cheeks are really caved in. Maybe we should talk about contour. That doesn't work. But if they told you um, in this questionnaire, it's, the, the questions are kind of in dispersed with all these other questions about your skincare, So it doesn't look pushy yeah. or marketing-ish. So if they said that they want um, more cheekfulness, then you say, I noticed here on your questionnaire that you um, said you want more cheekfulness. Have you heard about contour? It's a new filler. And that's a very seamless way to bring it up. Also, the videos in the rooms, like I said. Also, you can have your staff. This sounds a little bit cheesy, but it works great as they wear the little buttons. Ask me about Contour. In the old days, that's what we used to do, and it still works. Ask me about my new laser or whatever it is I have. Um, And people need name tags in the office anyway because it's hard for patients to remember your staff name. So you can have that below the name tag or something like that. Um, we also will have Zoom events, and um, we do an open forum where people can ask us questions, and that's been great to get new patients. And um, what else do we do? Oh, we have of course social media. We have right. a big following, so we'll introduce new fillers. Um, I'm not. Sh- we haven't done our contour stuff yet, but we'll post. Have you heard about contour? And then we'll have a special. Gotcha. And the special will be, you know, something that we're already doing and get a discount on a contour to, to get them to want to do that. Now, back in the day when <laughs> Voluma first came out a long time ago, we realized, and also when Sculpture came out even before that, that these long-lasting fillers, you've got to realize, they're only going to need to do them like once every two years or something like that. So, You don't want to have to, you don't want to give hundreds of people 75% off on something that's going to last a really long time. too. you got to keep Mm -hmm. that in mind Mm because we cannibalize our own business in the old days when Sculpture and Voluma came out because we had these people come in every six months and then all of a sudden they didn't need to come every six months anymore. So keep that in mind when you do your specials that you, you are definitely giving them a filler that lasts longer.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, What um, you you mentioned skin type solutions. I I highly recommend anyone who's listening to this to go back and search our um, our website or um, where you get your podcasts and and find um, the we've done two, I think two uh, podcasts on skin type solutions. I I think it's an amazing thing that you've developed. I'm I'm wondering what's just give me an update on, on on how you're doing with with that before we sign off.
2: Well, last time we spoke, we have 280 or more doctors' offices yeah. using the system, and what they do is they buy skincare products and injectables to us, and we have they get volume discounts because we're buying for a lot of people, and we mentor them and help them sell. And the software that we use um, generates a skincare regimen; they can pick what brand from 50 different skincare brands that they sell in their practice. And um, it generates a regimen. So whether you want to sell SkinCeuticals or Jamarini or whatever brand you want to sell, you can get that through us and the the regimens will be automatically generated. Now, what's new over COVID is our sales went up so much because so many people were buying skincare online from home. So we redid our whole direct-to-consumer platform and set it up in a way to refer you more patients. So we have so many people coming to the website and buying products that don't have a doctor. And so we see their zip code in their area and we can turn them into leads for doctors. So that's why we're starting to grow so fast is because we're helping people build their businesses. And um, especially when you're starting out, you don't have a reputation yet, you don't know how to get the word out. It's really nice to have someone like us be able to give you credibility and credentials and send you patients.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. We'll have to get back, we'll have to have you back and and and, and dive into skin type solutions again because I think it's, it's um, time. I think mean, it's, I mean, it's, been like like it's really cool, yeah. About. And um, you know, as we we lead up to Medical Spa Show 2022, which is coming up, um, we'll have to get people excited about that. Um, Dr. Baumann, I thank you so much for spending some time with us. Um, lead clinical investigator for Restylane Contour. Um, go to Restylane USA, which is the website, or talk to your Galderma rep about Restylane Contour. Um, it sounds exciting. I, I, you know, maybe maybe one of these days I'll have to. I'll have to enter the filler game. I have yet to do it. so. But if I do, I'm going out of Miami and coming to you, Dr. Bowman.
2: Oh, that sounds great. And if anyone has questions, they can email me at drbdrb at skintypesolutions.com.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate it.
2: Thank you. See you in Vegas. See
1: you.
0: Thanks for joining us this week with the American Med Spa Podcast. Medical Spy Insider. This week, founder Alex Tiersch was joined by Dr. Leslie Bauman, author and cosmetic dermatologist. If you're new with us, we would love to invite you to hit the subscribe button. Click it now so you can get MSPA content delivered to you each time. Leave a rating and a review. See you on our next episode.